Welcome, everyone, to the newest episode of The Dirty Hour. We've been gone for about three, four years, but we're happy to be back. Um, happy to bring you our opinions on everything in the outdoor sports world. Um, we're excited to bring this back. Work with us is our first episode back. And let us know what you what you think about this thing. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to 2024 and the revival of the Dirty Elf. Yeah! Welcome to another episode of the Dirty Hour. We're back, as we previously said. Uh, I am your host, Colton Scudder. Um, as many of you know, or maybe you don't know, the Dirty Hour happened. We started this thing about four years ago, and uh, it went great. We did 52 episodes. I started a great following, and as many as you know, life happens. A lot of things change. And you know what? We're back, though. It's 2024. This is the revival, the dirty hour. And I'm happy to bring this back for you guys. This is something that's been uh, on my mind for a while is to bring this back. I miss, you know, talking to everyone about just outdoor activities, sports, and what's going on in the world today. Um, You know... I'm a very active outdoor person, and so when I can share that with an audience, I enjoy it. And of course, with that, I am not alone. I have my gracious co-host with me. Hello. Go ahead. Um, hey, guys. I'm actually super excited to be here. We've talked about this um, for a long time. My name is Amanda Scudder. Um, I am my gracious co-host's wife, but we... Gracious. I like that. That's it's nice. good. I feel like we'll okay. touch. Um, we've talked about bringing this back for a while, and thankfully we get to do this together, something that we really enjoy. We both love watching sports. Well, him probably more than me, but um, we like talking about it, shooting the you-know-what, and uh, just glad to be here. Perfect. Perfect. Well, um, just a little recap. Um, the dirty hour. We're going to talk about, excuse me, we're going to talk about everything dirty. Not what you're thinking, get your head out of the gutter. We're talking about sports. This is what we're doing. Um, all the major sports. We got, obviously, we're going to talk about baseball, football, basketball, all that stuff. And I would say our favorite supercross and motocross. Or this whole thing, they got super motocross now. So that's what we're going to be talking about with you guys um, throughout the whole year. We, we, this, our whole game plan is to inform you guys on latest updates, uh, multiple episodes a week, and that's kind of our, our game plan with this. And um, you know, if there's some off episodes or something like that, we want to bring in guests uh, to rather come in here live or or phone, phone in a, a guest and just get some some interaction with some rather be fans or other athletes that's something that we want to bring to you and and hopefully that attracts um your attention um and obviously if you want um if you want to be on here if you want to be a guest if you have any topics you want us to talk about or if you agree or disagree with what we say Hit us up on Keep It Dirty USA's Instagram. That's literally the best way to get a hold of us and interact with us. We will be posting up clips and putting us all on to that Instagram. Obviously, you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcast from. We'll also be, the goal is to get this on YouTube so you can interact with us and see not necessarily my ugly mug, but definitely the, the highlight of it will be able to see Amanda, that's for sure. But um Yeah. But no, let, let's jump into this. Okay, so this weekend we have the opening round of the twenty twenty four season of Supercross. A one. This is like yeah. the granddaddy of them all. This is the 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 biggest one. And I I, I wouldn't necessarily say like, yeah, yeah, favorites going into this race, but it's not 
it's a one. It, it, anything can truly happen just because Jet Lawrence and Tomac and Sexton, yeah, they're the favorites. Doesn't mean they're going to win it. I mean, yeah. Barcelona won this thing three years in a row. You never know what's going to happen. You know, A1 is one of those rounds that to roll the dice. Yeah, it's not Vegas, but you roll those dice. Anyone can come out of A1 as a winner. Remember, three feet from A1. It's just kind of wild. You never know. It's a like a wild card almost. Almost anyone can win. Yeah, and I personally would love to see Barca get it again. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all in on that. Um, my one thing that, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm getting repetitive. I feel like we say this every year. This is the most stacked Supercross year ever. Um, it, it, I don't know how it keeps beating itself every year, but people aren't retiring. We have rookies coming up from the 250s, moving up to the 450s. We have people coming over from Europe. We have Jorge Prada coming over, which I am stoked about. I, mean, I don't, I don't think he's gonna be a race winner, but he's definitely a top ten guy from what I'm hearing. Um, yeah, it, he doesn't have a lot of Supercross experience, but he apparently is looking good on the test track. So I, yeah, that hasn't stopped people. No, no, and so I, I don't know. I think he's gonna do good, but you know, yeah, we say it's the most stacked class every year, but I truly think it is. I mean, no one's leaving. It keeps getting more and more stacked. And realistically, you look at the entry list on, on the 450s and uh, anyone that you think can finish in the top 10 could win. Uh, that's just the the simple way of it. I mean, oh, yeah. Anderson, let's just like names for writers that go win. Sexton, he can win. Webb, um, it all depends on his new Yamaha ride. I mean, that's my opinion. I, I, people who really know me know deep down, I'm a hardcore web guy. Oh, web wagon for sure. Web wagon. But also, I'm really, I support whoever's on KTM. So this year, 2024, uh, I'm on that sex train. That's what I'm doing. Oh, I, I, he'll always hold a special place in my heart. He brought me two championships, so I can't just let him go. Just like the Tom Brady effect, I can't let him go. Oh. <laughs> but, okay, let's get back to anyone. So, like, for winners, Sexton, Wed, Tomac, Plessinger, he hasn't done it yet, but, like, he can do it. He almost, oh, I think it was Detroit last year. What a heartbreaker. <laughs> he led the whole thing down to the last lap and went down. That's it, just, that's a heartbreaker. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it, it's a, that's a... We'll have to talk about that. Um, obviously, you got Jet and Hunter Lawrence. So there, there's six already. And I, I know I missed this up. You got Roxon. Yeah. So you look at it, there's so many people that can win. And I don't know. I This is what I'm kind of hoping. I hope Jet, Tomac, or Sexton. I hope they don't win A1. I hope they don't. I want new winners. Yeah. I want it spread around. I want this championship to be tight. I just feel like we're going to, we all know we're going to see a lot of Jet this year. We all know Jet's going to win a lot of races. Tomac's going to win a lot of races. Sexton, he'll, he'll, he'll get some wins. I know that. But we all know Sexton is one of the baddest and fastest dudes on the track. We all know this. We're gonna see a lot of them all year long. I want more people involved. I want I I I know it's gonna be shoved down our throat this year about those three, the the three best guys. I want some new people. Show me some rocks and show me show me the 2021 Anderson when he wins seven races. I'll throw more people in the mix. I'm really excited to see that. Who are you trying to Oh, He's going to look so good this year. I know the <clears throat> Christian Craig and um, Mookie both had like season ending injuries. They weren't able to finish the season. Um, I'm just excited to see Mookie. I'm like, he's like a fan favorite, but I do really love him. He just has like a great attitude and he's just like a nice guy. I mean, he'll like totally wreck your stuff on the track, but 
that I even was reading a last like yesterday that he's quote unquote like Mookie is flying at the test track. So that gives me like really good faith. I want him to win a one. It would be such a great start to a season and his first win. You know, I, I, I've heard that same thing uh, about Mookie. Uh, shout out Daniel Blair, the main event motor podcast. Um, the, obviously, Daniel Blair as the KTM amateur uh, manager, when he's at the track all the time. And yeah, he said that at their, uh, what do you want to call it, the grand opening of the team or announcement, whatever they had earlier uh, towards the end of 2023 uh, year, um, they're saying that Mookie just looks comfortable. He's fit. He he looks in shape and he's good. And yeah, you know, I agree with you. I think he's one of those guys that's truly under the radar that could surprise us. We've all seen him um uh, come out and have good rides and the man's fast as hell. And you know what? Now you know, for those of you I mean, we're not on video yet, but we are looking at uh on our screen right now the track map for A1. I, this track really could play in the Mookie's favor. We have back-to-back whoop sections, and we all know that Stewart last name means you're fast in whoops. That's, you, you're, that's what that means. It's what, it's it, from what I've heard, is in their DNA. Yep. Whoops feed. <laughs> but, no, I mean, this, this track, there is one thing about this track. So, yes, back-to-back whoop sections is going to make it, um, I, I, I like the Mookie aspect. You see, Blitz of whoops like no other. Um, it's a tight track. There's a lot going on that I, from what I'm seeing, is yeah. There's there there are some passing sections. There's only two bolt or three bull turns, um, so we could see some passing in there. But it is a pretty tight track for the most part. Um, so I don't know. I is so what I'm getting out of it is Mookie your pick to win a one, or 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 do you have anyone out who? Man, who is your pick for the 450 A1? Who's going to leave with the red plate? That's a that's a toughie. I mean, I'm excited to see, you know, I think I'm most excited to see, like, the battle between um, Jet, E.T., and Sexton. But I don't know. I just, I got a good feeling about Milky. I feel like he's going to, this is going to be his first win, main event win, and I... Really think he could pull it off, especially having a good off season. He's looking good. There's lots of whoops. I mean, he is like a bullet through those. Um, but this track just looks fun, and I think he really can take advantage of that. All right, all right. I mean, I I know you you're a Mookie fan, so I should have. <laughs> but I'm going different than him. I'm going different. Right. I think K Rock. I think Ken Roxon's going to come in here win a one. He's won it four times before, and um, you know he didn't have like a he didn't race like a, a bunch of races in the offseason. I mean, obviously he he showed up at a couple outdoors, and gave Jet a run for his money, and then he had a really good World Supercross uh, season, and obviously got crowned again the world supercross champion so he's been doing a lot of supercross racing and those races are on tighter tracks not quite arena cross a little bit bigger but um no i i think ken roxon's gonna come out here kind of a1 is always one of those shock the world and i mean i don't mean to put it this way but since 2012 no one has won a1 and a championship nope no one's done both yeah Tomac almost did it last year, the curse of A1. He won A1, tore his Achilles at the last round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I I think Ken Roxon's won an A1 solely on the fact that I don't think he's a title contender. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, my two guys are Mookie and Kenny R. I, I, I love them both. Yeah, definitely. Just, I feel like the Suzuki has taken a little bit of his luster away. A little bit. Don't get me wrong. He's done some, like, really good thing, cool things on the Suzuki. But I don't know if it's enough to, like, have him win at A1. Well, I guess we'll have to see. I guess we'll have to... We will have to see. So, friendly for me. Friendly oh, wager on it. Uh, this guy. You want to wager? See, see. So the scene going on here but yeah super excited for a1 it's gonna be a great time 
uh, lots of changes. It'll be great to see E.T. back after his injury. I mean, do you think here? Here's a major question. And now um, I, I I'll name drop one person, and his name's Danny Rudd. What? He is all over Eli Tomlin. Okay. He loves Eli Tomlin, but it's not even just Danny. Even though Danny knows I love to name drop him. It's funny. Um, everyone loves Tomek. Everyone loves Tomek. He's the Colorado man. He He's the American guy. He, he's the champ. Now, he's like I, the most American. Yeah, and, and people love him. And he, he la definitely leans into it with the whole, I'm not going to train in Florida. I'm training in my home state. I'm training in Colorado. And he's a... It's a bad dude on a bike, and I get yeah. that. I get that. Um, but there is a but. I, I I don't know. I don't know how to feel with him coming back after that injury. Um, is he gonna come back and be good? Yeah, I don't see in a world where he finishes outside the top ten unless he crashes. That's just he's too good. Yeah, but I just don't know how to react with like what to what my opinion is on him coming back after that injury. I know it was a lot of time off, heartbreaking. He's got stuff to prove. I know he's hungry because he sat on the couch injured and watched Jet go 22-0 and in outdoors. So oh, yeah. I don't know how to... Well, I, I just don't know where he's going to be at, you know? here Here's a storyline. Here's a the major storylines coming across the Supercross. And everyone get ready. Saturday night and for the next 17 rounds, it's going to get shoved down our throat. Jet, the, the alien... Young kid, moved up, technically he's a rookie in 450 Supercross, just went 22-0, does his streak continue? Can he continue to just straight up dominate everyone else? That's the major question there. And he's young. He has the means to, if he keeps his, his momentum going and what he's done in the sport already, by 8 to 10 years from now, he could pass everyone. Championships wins and uh, uh, he could become the greatest dirt bike racer ever he he really could he has the the chance to make that happen there's also um sexton we've all seen him the man's an animal on a bike he's fast 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 can he stay off the ground that's that's the biggest thing and i know a lot of people blame the honda uh, maybe him and the Honda just didn't fit right or whatever. Um, being that I'm rooting for Sexton this year, I, I think it was the Honda and it was on KTM and he's in paradise now. Everything's going to be good. He's got AP on his side. You just love KTM, so you're just like... Hey, hey, don't hate me. Don't hate the player, hate the game, all right? No, so, I don't know. But we, I mean, rather you like Sexton or not, you've got to admit that he's fast i mean last year i think he was one of the uh or he was the top qualifier and oh god i don't even know how many but it was the majority of the rounds he's a top qualifier and he was always in the lead he's always up front tucks up front and that was the that was the biggest thing about him so those are the three storylines of tomac injury jet the young phenom and can sexton stay off the ground and then there's some big things that they shoved down our throat yeah and just be ready for it and that's yeah. what we're gonna that's what we're gonna get so for those three storylines et achilles injury is huge that's yeah do you are you even the same after that you know what i mean like and you know these guys they rush they rush the recovery they do and i know you had the whole uh, motocross season to really like relax and like rest and recover but are, is he ever going to be the same i don't know if you ask uh aaron Rodgers, he's pretty bad oh i don't know those guys rush that too i mean shoot but uh, I guess we'll just have to, like, kind of see, especially with Jet in contention, I think Jet being a little more aggressive with E.T., it's just, it's going to make it super exciting, but will E.T. be able to keep up his speed and be able to perform the same way he used to perform? Um, with Jet coming into Supercross, I mean, yes, he did the Super Motocross title, right? But are we going to kind of have the same effect we had with Ferrandis? Ferrandis went out and won Motocross Outdoors in Supercross. He's he's in Supercross. Yeah. So the the stereotype 
behind that. So he he's won a Supercross, but not a 450. He's won 250s. Yeah. And he won the championship. Yeah, just that. like with Jed. Jed has won 250s. He's won an outdoor 450 title. And now he's coming to 450 Supercross. Are we going to have the same effect? I, I think the difference there is that so a lot of the European riders that come over, yeah, um, they're not good at Supercross. Now, oddly enough, uh, Marvin Muskin, uh, yeah, he's got his wins. Never got a title, but he's got his in his wins. He's had a red plate. The dude, I'd say Marvin Muskin is one of the best Europeans, not ever, but he's one of the best Europeans that has as a as a world champion and MXGP to come over here and actually like pick up Supercross and be good at it. Obviously, uh, Roxon's amazing too and all yeah. that stuff. But um, the one thing that I the the difference between Ferrandis and Sexton though is that Ferrandis was older and he was an MXGP champion, came over here and had to learn Supercross and 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 he had to learn a lot. Jed didn't. Chet came over here as a kid. And one thing that we're seeing, and I think we're seeing it in the the Deegan generation that's coming up, um, this younger generation that's coming up is that Supercross, they're, they're training on Supercross now. There, there's kids on these KTM, Cowie, whatever, all, the, all these amateur teams that go to like Mammoth and Loretta's and stuff, they train on Supercross tracks. And now we're seeing Supercross futures. And, and so as a kid moving up through the ranks and your, your aspirations are to be a pro racer, Supercross is available to you. And, uh, you know, just the way money talks, Supercross is more appealing than motocross, even though I disagree with that. I love my motocross, but Supercross gets the sponsors, the fans, all all this stuff. Yeah. So if you want to get yourself a factory ride and be on a team, you kick ass at Supercross and you survive outdoors. That's what's happening. And I so with Jet, I just feel at a younger age, he's able to pick up that um, Supercross a, a lot more. But I I don't I don't think that'll happen. Jet's gonna win. Okay, there's 17 rounds. I think Jet wins seven, eight of them. I, I do. I don't think that means championship for him, though, because along with those seven or eight wins that I predict that he's going to get, Jet does squirrely things. Well, Jet has not had to be on a Supercross track with a hungry Tomac. Yeah. Oh, uh, an angry Webb. When, when Webb, oh, yes. Webb will beat you in speed, he'll play mind games with you, and he's going he's gonna to push your buttons. Oh, but... I and I'm, I'm, I hope this happens. I hope we see it at A1. I really do. Jet's the phenom. I get it. But he hasn't been on a track with a Barsha or an Anderson or yeah. Vince Freezy's coming this year. Oh, Vince Freezy always gets good starts. He's always up front yeah. and he rides the widest bike ever. It's hard. You can't even get by him. You have to play rough and then leave him behind because if you play rough with him, it's just like Bam Bam. If you pass him, you got to. Force yourself by him. And, and then come back for vengeance. You got to get the hell out of it. Yeah. Because that man's, if, if you even get, you don't have to touch him. You just get too close to him. He's, he's looking he's for He's like, spot. oh no, I'm coming after you. And exactly. Like, oh God. Yeah. So um, I I do think we're going to see the dominant jet performances. We're going to see some really yeah. boring rounds. He's going to get the whole shot. Yeah. He'll win by like. 12 to 15 seconds, no problem. I, I I see that happening just like we saw with outdoors. But what I see, he does squirrely things, and now he's messing with the big dogs. Yeah. And, and he is a big dog himself, but... Um, I mean, it's true, but there's a difference between getting out front and staying out front like he did in motocross and then actually contending with all of these extra people because a supercross track is much smaller. So trying to navigate that through all these people, if you don't get a good start, I definitely don't think he's going to get a championship. This yeah. I mean, we, we even saw it when he was in 250s. Um, yeah. He wins a lot, but he'll have that one squarely race. It crashes yep. off the start or crashes here, crashes there, and gets a, a fourth, fifth, sixth, yeah. whatever. And and this is, is kind of where I'm at. I, I, I obviously have sex then for the championship, like I've said before. Um I think when it comes to raw speed, I think Chase Sexton is the fastest rider on the track at any given time. Uh, but you know, we've we've seen his bad luck um, uh, o- over the years of just 
what are you doing? Oh, he's, do, he's doing front flips down straight. So I have no idea what's going on here. But I think what's going to, what will win him this championship is maturity, changing teams, different scenery, different people around him. And I think they're going to be putting that mindset into him as he doesn't have that pressure of the Jets coming up and having to, you know, all the attentions on them. I think the way Sexton wins this championship. Is he dungeons it? He podiums Eli, Jet, Hunter, Barsha, Anderson, Mookie, Kenny, Sexton podiums them to death. Every round, be on that box. Be on that box. Be right there. You get third, they get first. You give up a little bit of points, but it'll get to them. They're going to have their squirrely rounds. Yeah. And I think that same thing could happen for Tomac, too, is Tomac just podiums them to death. Tomac... It, it, there is a scenario where Tomac wins a championship this year, makes the biggest comeback, the Cinderella story, makes it happen, and rides off into the sunset. It only right. ends like yeah. two races. There is a chance that happens where I, I it's my prediction. I think Jet's going to dominate this year. He's going to have those rounds where, or God forbid, an injury, but he's going to go down and it's going he's going to pull on those bad finishes and then. Podium, 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 podium is when Tomac comes in. I really think he's following the same trajectory as Sexton. So Sexton's gone through with Honda the past couple of years. Yeah, he's had his squirrely moments. He used to be really cocky, and I used to really not like him because of that. But over the last couple of years, he's realized, oh, like, I am very fast, but I need to not make stupid choices. And that way, I won't. Do a soft on the straightaway. I won't dump my bike in a turn. You know, going to Red Bull KTM for him, I think, is a great move. He's gotten out of his, like, quote-unquote, debut team, and he's maturing into a different team. And I think KTM, the Red Bull KTM, has put out some, like, really good riders. So I think this could be his year. I do really like him. He's gotten a lot better about not being like, I'm I'm the end all be all the no. He's like, okay, like be So who's your pick chick? Is is he your pick for the championship? Or so I mean you have Mookie round one. Yeah. Who do you have for the you know, seventeen rounds? It's a long season. So who do you have to cap off the year? I think Sexton train from Oh, you heard it here first. I think Chase Sexton has like a pretty good We're a Sexton Chase- podcast. That's what it is. <laughs> You hear that, Chase Sexton? Go ahead and uh, Shut up. I would love a uh, jersey. Jersey? Just saying, just spitballing. I have started a jersey collection. I have. And so if any of you out there, I'm yeah, right. I started a jersey collection and I'm willing to trade. Honestly, a wet jersey. Good thing. Uh, no, I think Sexton has like a really good chance this year. To, to win the title. I mean, he he won it last year. He was there right behind E.T. the whole year. That is how he won the title. People are like, oh, no, it was a gimme. No, that's exactly how he won. He was consistent. As Colton loves to say, consistency wins championship. A hundred percent. I relate to that so oh. much. It is so much. And, I, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. It's like, oh, it was handed to you. Really? Because I got the green flag and the checker flag every race. Did you? No, you didn't. So then I survived. I, yeah. So that, and I, I, and I get that same shit on me in my championships. But, you know, I, I, I'm right there with Sexton. It, he wasn't handed anything. He was at every race. He did every lap. And you look back, um, Sexton, like I said, fastest qualifier. He was winning races. He, was there he had the red plate forever so yeah. um yeah you know i, I, I and uh, i'm not like the biggest tomac fan but i have all the respect in the world for him and him to come back this year is amazing i i'm i'm happy he's coming back because i feel like a true legend of the sport to go out the way he did last year it sucks and I think something we all need to keep in mind as we close out this 450 topic is something that we need to keep in mind going into this year. How lucky we are to have a phenom like Jet still this one, cooking along. Yeah. Tomac, the legend, coming back. We get to see him for another year. I don't think he does outdoors. No. But we got to think this could be his last season. His last season. So soak that up. And I think that's so 
awesome that we actually get to see that sexton um sexton first year on ktm um oh, so we're excited something that you, we got to keep track of and we're going to see a lot of it is the jet hunter sexton now they're all in the 450s they're all somewhat similar in age we're going to get ready because we're going to see that battle for the next eight years that, and that's what we're going to see it's just going to be non-stop they're going to be the front runners and we also got to be lucky webb bam bam anderson craig Mookie, all these guys, they're not retiring. No. And now they they have maybe one or two years left, but they're not retiring. They're still staying at it. And so it's such a big year. I'm so excited for for having, I mean, quote unquote, these vets, like 30, 30. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I was like, what the hell? You know, uh, apparently we're vets now. But um, no, so that's super awesome. Let's, let's, let's scoot over to the light class. Let's go to the 250s now. The 250s, we got the West Coast. Um. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Why on God's green earth is Deegan not racing a one? What is going on here? That seems like it should be illegal. You know what they said? What they said? He got his tonsils removed and wasn't on the bike for two weeks. That that was their excuse. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You gotta be just, uh, well and you just look at the West versus East Coast. Why? Why? There's six more riders in the East Coast class. Why? Why? Also, I do not understand why is Triumph not having one bike in each region? <laughs> yeah. I you know, especially for a new bike brand release of Triumph, I think it looks cool. I'd like to see it in person or all that stuff, but like I yeah I don't know why they aren't sending one on each side. It it's that's very confusing to me. And why do you want your bike to go up against your other bike? Don't you want more publicity, more exposure? You want to see how they kind of ride independently. Chuck, well, not only you know? not only just the independently, but also to have a one. A A one, everyone's gonna be there. There's gonna be celebrities, all the photos. Everyone's gonna be watching on TV. The crowd's gonna be packed. A one is the top by the top. I mean, it's it's the one of the it's one of if not the most popular um, Supercross races of the entire year. That and I would say like Daytona. Yeah. Um. So why wouldn't you have like you said at least one bike racing there, whether it is good or bad? Just to have a one, one bike there, just just for the publicity side of it, I have no idea. The people want to see how your bike performs and to not take the opportunity of A1, everyone's so excited. The anticipation's there. We're ready to go. It's the first round of the season. I'm sure if you look at the stats or whatever, it's probably one of the most watched Supercross races of the entire season. Why would Triumph not take that opportunity? I just don't get. Yeah, and um, another thing here. So we we talk about two fifties just in general, east west, whatever. When they were all the talk coming out, like who's going west coast, who's going east coast, all this stuff. Why? I I don't know. You know, with with I'm bringing this back to the Deegan thing. So Deegan went east coast. Oh, tonsillitis. I'm gonna miss two weeks okay two weeks off the bike the guy rides all year round he'll be fine he's talented he's young he'll be fine this is what i'm upset about okay he's moving he's going east coast so on the west coast side we got jordan smith who i really i truly believe is a title contender this year joe shimoda rj hampshire and tell me anyone else that can win a title because there isn't one um, why wouldn't Deegan go West Coast? Not only A1, but I think all of us want to see, um, Deegan go battle Shimoda and, and, and RJ. I think are arguably the top, the fastest and the top 250 riders in general, regardless of what coast you're racing. I think those are the top guys. I think it's a bold prediction. You, you disagree with me. Come at me in the DMs, whatever you want. I'm calling the Deegans out. It, it's a pussy move to go to the East Coast. All the lights, all the fame, everyone's going to be at West Coast. Why are you going to the East Coast? I feel like they're taking a step out so we can get a quote-unquote easy championship. There's no one over there. There's no one. He's got a race against Thrasher. He's probably just going to crash again. And, and Swole, like, 
come on. He just like crashes in your race. But no, it's definitely, even though there's more people on the East Coast, I definitely feel like you're right. I mean, he just had a killer outdoor season. He was off the bike for two weeks. Like, why? I mean, maybe they're going to do the whole, oh, East this year, West next year, so we can get two championships, different coasts. But that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't want to see him i don't want to see deegan and shimoda working in two separate environments like i'm excited when they come together to the east west shootout because that's going to be entertaining that i just think the west coast is going to be dominated by freaking joe shimoda he is just such a good rider he did really really well in outdoors he's been growing exponentially that's my take is i think joe shimoda is going to be the west coast champion this year because he's just doing so well but he also doesn't have like that much competition like rj hampshire is good yeah rider d switch to gas gas maybe you'll give him some new like fire underneath his ass i don't know but i just have a feeling about shimoda but i do feel like it would be more interesting if uh, uh hayden deegan was on that coast with him so i'm just unsure why they made that choice well and I don't know. So, yeah, obviously we have some big changes in the 250. Joe Shimoda over to Honda. Red Deep is go to the Gas Gas. We got Levi Kitchen that's now on uh, Kawasaki, which that was a big change for me. I did not see that one coming. Um, But, no, so, I mean, there, there are some big changes in there, but... Yeah, the the West Coast. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. We do have some top guys. We also have Max Volan, uh, who went over to Kawasaki as well. And I think, as as a young kid, he's been on KTM his whole life. And his uh, when he went pro on KTM, it wasn't that great. But um, I I think this change of scenery is gonna be really good for him. Uh, he's running that that. Uh, Brock Tickle, number twenty, I think is gonna be really good. I think I think he's gonna get some podium. He uh Max Volan doesn't have a single supercross podium and I think he's gonna get it this year. It might just I, I think I would agree with that. I mean So wait, you're telling me you got Joe as a champ? Oh hell yeah. Who's winning A one? Oh, you know. I don't know. I hadn't thought about that, honestly. I feel like Ryder D. Whoa. I'm, Ryder D had a left field, huh? You know I just I have a feeling. He's on a new bike. He's on a new team. Is he going to have the Barsha effect? Is he going to go to this new team and be like, I can let my hair down. I can just ring it out. Let's go. You know, you you do have a point there. I mean, I am a fan of Ryder D. Um, I I liked him on the Cowies, and now that he's on Gas Gas, um, I just like the vibe that they got bringing on over there. Um, Reddity's good. I don't see him. Mm, I I could see him maybe getting a, a, a race win at like a Triple Crown or something like that. But um, you know, I don't know. I I see him definitely as a podium guy to win a one. The only way I see him winning a one if if luck goes his way, he's not. If he fixed one thing. Last year, it was god-awful. His whoop speed was not there. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't there. And and so if he fixed that, and hopefully they did, if he fixed that, then and he could be battling. He could be battling for podiums all year long. Um, I just don't think he's a race winner yet. I, I think it's going to take a year of development. Um, I, I say 2025, he'd be a title contender. I really do. If he stays healthy through this entire SMX year, 2025 title contender no doubt about it but sitting here right now new team still young um podium guy not race winner um i as a champ i think rj is rj hampshire's who's finally gonna get it my boy rick james he's gonna win it i think he's um it's come it's come down to it and you look at this coast really i mean you got joe shimoda who's definitely gonna be a threat He'll be a threat to be up there. Uh, Jordan Smith, I really do like Jordan Smith. Um, actually, Jordan Smith is who I am um, picking for my A1 race one. Oh, all right. Um, I, I think Jordan Smith kind of, there's some salt in the wounds last year. It wasn't, it wasn't that good uh, of a year last year, but it's it was on a fresh team. That's the same thing what I'm saying with uh, Ryder D, is that Jordan Smith last year went to uh, Star Racing Yamaha. And so it was 
new team, new bike, and used to everything, and then the whole running with Deegan and that whole messed up situation. And then what happened the last time we saw Jordan Smith on a bike? LA calls Sam. He won the damn thing. I think I think he figured it out. I think he's hungry. He figured it out. And I mean, truly, I think with the just in his head, knowing that Deegan's not on the line with him and he's not going to be in the same pit truck, all that stuff, different coast. Jordan Smith, he's going to come in hot. He's going to make a statement. But RJ, RJ is my man for the Rick James for the W. Yeah, come on. No, so I'm excited. But we also have one more thing we got to put in here. Obviously, we got a um, big West Coast, um, A1, the best of best. I want to give a massive shout out to Lux Turner from Gardnerville, Nevada, our local boy. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are um, listening to us, uh, we're this podcast is based out of Northern Nevada. And Gardnerville, from where we live, is maybe 30, 45 minute drive. So it's not too far from here. So, Local guy, Lux Turner, got picked up on the AEO Power Sports um, KTM team and uh, raced the entire West Coast uh, season, uh, which is so, so awesome um, to have Northern Nevada be represented. You don't see that too often. Um, and for him to, as as a young, young guy, making a name for himself and, and getting on a team, not necessarily a full privateer effort he's actually on a team that's got four riders and they're sending it and um just like the austin walton effect you know a local guy getting picked up by a rock star husky and he's our factory racer who lives a couple blocks from us which is like the coolest thing ever oh and he's like the nicest guy yeah and so to have lux represent the north i love it i am so excited and um Obviously, we're going to be rooting him for him every single week. We're going to be posting about him on our Instagram page just to, so we can keep our fans updated on our guy. Um, I think he makes the May, and I think he breaks top 15 on, in his first race. I think he does it and makes a big statement saying that he belongs here. I think he belongs. You know, hot take a little bit here. Um, I think with the West Coast having you know six quote-unquote big hitters less than the east coast i think he can stay in the top 10 in points for the year i think he's gonna come out he's top 10 in points for the year well, yeah even if it's 10 i mean full season not a privateer i'm rooting for him i think he can do it he's so fast and well i know all of them are fast but that would just be cool to see. Even like making every main, but I'm just gonna go and say it. Lux, if you're listening to this, go kick some ass. We're proud of you. We'll be rooting for you the whole year. I, I hope one day. I know we're just a little tiny podcast. <laughs> just a little baby. I do hope this gets around and Lux can hear something like this, or maybe I can clip it and put it on Instagram or something. But um, no, it's local love. Lots of local love coming your way, Lux. And I hope everyone out there, even if you're not local, just keep an eye on the 473 KTM out of Gardner Mill because that is going to be a kid to watch. He's getting his feet wet in Supercross. Lux. He raced some outdoors last year, and I think uh, he got top 20 in like two or three of his outdoors last year. So keep an eye on him. That's going to be a... a a hot topic this entire year so if you're tired of listening to it you better get used to it because we're gonna be bringing up lex's name quite a bit this year yeah, you got this lots we're rooting for you so that there closes out our um supercross portion of this okay. um we do have one little bit we have about 15 minutes so we'll we'll, we'll scoot through this yeah we'll quickly. get caught up on like yeah it's easy to do it's easy to do we love it we love it so much so we're gonna we're gonna push over to we have week eighteen football. Okay. Oh, and last week of the regular season. That's you know, some people think, you know, there's not a lot on the lines. There is a lot on the lines. Uh, for some teams, I think there's eleven uh playoff spots still available out there, and it really comes down to winning in. Um so there there's a lot of different stories going on here. Uh, I want to ask your opinion on these. We'll, we'll run through these pretty quickly because, yeah, the football season's ending. Supercross season's just beginning. So we are, we, we're going to be tag team in sports for the for the next couple weeks until uh, football's over. Then we'll 
we'll be all in on um, Supercross and Motocross. But yeah. coming into week 18, this is a Patriots podcast. Pats, guys, they suck so bad this year. But It's we... not good. Definitely not good. Yeah. But we're playing the chips. Oh. I don't know what our streak's at, but I think it's like 15, 16, maybe 17 times in a row we've beaten them. The streak 50. continues. It's 15. I agree, though. Is it 15? We're going to make it 16, okay? okay. We are going to demolish the Jets. Our defense is so good, and the Jets' offense is subpar. So I think we're going to have a lot of defensive moves being made, and then we just need to uh, get our shit together on the offense and make it happen, you know? Yeah, our season's already over. But but we're looking on to greener pastures at this point. But speaking of seasons, um, Saturday night, we've got Steelers and the Ravens. The Ravens have already secured their number one spot. They already got the number one spot in the AFC, first round by home field advantage, all that stuff. Who who do you got in this game? Ravens are gonna be sitting a lot of people. Steelers have to win to be yeah, so it's they, like, they hate this badly. It's looking like the Ravens secondary against just the Steelers. Like I don't know if they have any hidden weapons or anything. I mean, I don't know. I still think the Ravens are gonna win. The Steelers, they're good-ish this year, but the Ravens are just amazing. And the fact that they have their secondary, they're planning on just playing their secondary, I'm really interested to see that because that will show you through playoffs if something does happen, if someone does get injured, how's that going to look for them continuing to go through the playoffs? So, wait, you said you got the Ravens? Yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Bowl. I'll say it. I mean, I think the Ravens' secondary is better than the Steelers. So, by secondary, you mean backups? Yeah, yes, yes, the second strings. Second strings. Secondary is usually the defense. Okay, guys, you have to know, I forgot to mention this before, um, I like sports. Colton loves sports. I know about sports. He is like an expert slash very knowledgeable. So that's what I'm bringing. I'm bringing my kind of knowledge to his like plethora of knowledge so well, i up. say stuff and he's like hot take i'm like i don't mind just saying it i did however with my partial um well of knowledge win our fantasy football championship you gotta break that up so um i have to be doing something right i'm just saying and of course i have to bring it up yeah 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 it's it's sad, but it's the truth. She did win our fantasy football league this year. It it it's it's I don't know I don't know what else to say. But anyways, move my big your pick for the Ravens. Let's see if you fantasy football. I'm done with that. Um, even okay. So I don't know Steelers Ravens. Um, I think the Steelers got it. I really do. Um, they're fighting for a playoff spot. And the Ravens will be sitting people. They, they're going to be sitting people. I think it's going to be a close game, but I, I got the Steelers in this one. I, I don't I don't see much coming from this one. All right. All right. Uh, next up, this is huge. This one, you win, you're in. You have the Texans at the Colts. Um, huge playoff implications here. Big time. Um, Colts are at plus one and a half, over under 47 and a half. I, th- I truly believe this is going to be a shootout. I, I don't think... I, I would give a slight advantage to the Colts, mainly because they're a home field advantage, but, man, those Texans are dangerous. I mean, dangerous. With that being said, go on the Colts! You know, Texans versus Colts doesn't spark a lot of this. Oh, definitely does it. it, it mm. If this was on, and the, the fact that this is on Saturday night, the only reason why it's on Saturday is because it's for division. Yeah. Win, you're in. And whoever wins this game and the Jaguars lose, well, Texans or the Colts win the division, the division championship. Now, yeah. if the Jags win, they win the division championship. So there is a lot of the line here. That's why it's on a Saturday night, but it's not a ceiling. They're they're not going to go far in playoffs. Notice this trust. 
Sometimes this year have been like, like I don't know. It, it might just be me, but I don't know. all good. It hasn't really like sparked like, oh man, I'm so excited to watch football tonight. No, like, no. They're playing cool. Turn the game off halfway through. Like, it's just not. But um, for uh, for the sake of the game and my picks, I'm going to go to Texans. I think they look good. Um, I know the Colts have home field advantage, but. All right, we'll rip these last couple ones. We got Panthers home against the Buccaneers. Panthers favored by four and a half here. The Panthers can't do anything. The Panthers are awful. Yeah. They're at home plus four and a half. I'm going to lay the points. I'm, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on this one. The Bucs sure. are playoff bound. I, I personally believe they're playoff. I mean, they're not fantastic, but they're better than. Wait a minute. Panthers are just absolutely awful. Uh, speaking of awful, we have the Bengals home against the Browns. Now the Browns already uh, solidified their spot in the playoffs. They're going to be playing a lot of backups. Um, I do like the Bengals in this one. I do. With, with the Browns benching everyone, I think they're going to... The the Bengals, I think, need to salvage their season to go out with a win. This year was bad. Joe Burrow out again. Yeah. And not making playoffs. It, coming from Super Bowl two years ago, Super Bowl appearance two years ago, and then AFC Championship game last year to this year, not making playoffs. Uh, downward trend. I also think for that coach's job, too, he needs to end with a win. I'm going Bengals. Yeah, um, I would say the Bengals. I don't think the Black Ops for the Browns are going to have what it takes to beat the Bengals. And the Bengals are not, like, horrible. I mean, even yeah. Browning is their quarterback. They've been pretty good. Browning's doing all right. I mean, he's doing okay. It's not fantastic, but it's, it's not horrible. So, Bengals. What about uh, Vikings at the Lions? What do you think? Minus three and a half, over under 45 and a What do you think? Oh. 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 I mean, the Lions already in playoffs. They then they have a chance to move from the three seed to the two seed. Doesn't change a lot. I mean, it changes a little bit. Um, and the Vikings, I honestly don't believe they have a shot at playoffs because they just lost the Packers last weekend. So I, I, um, and this one, I got to go to Lions. Um, Nick Mullins will be starting for the Vikings instead of Jared Hall, which when they, Vikings put Jared Hall on last week. I understand testing the waters with a rookie quarterback, but he just it looked awful. Go well. Um, so we got Nick Mullins in as the Vikings quarterback. Um, and I guess it all depends on how the Lions I mean, the Lions could uh, win this one, but so could the Vikings. It all depends on how many starters the Lions play. If they're going to fight for that two seed or they're going to settle for the three seed. Either way, they're already in playoffs. So, I mean, I could see them playing their starters for the first half and then benching them and then just kind of letting the game lie where it lies. Um, I'm going Vikings. Ooh, bold, bold choice. Uh, I think um, the Lions are going to decimate the Vikings. Decimate. That's a bold. They bold. are what? coming off a tough loss from last week from a bogus call. They're fired up, even though they're already in playoffs still. They must be freaking pissed from last week. So I think they're going to kill the Vikings. I mean, they're going to, you know, have their starters in the first half. They're going to run the score up, and then they're going to have their backups in the second half, and they're still going to win. I really, truly believe that. Yeah, we're going to move on. We're going to skip a couple games. Um, just a, a brief recap on the ones we this. Good. We got Falcons and Saints. Uh, it's a toss-up. Uh, I definitely got the Saints on that one, but it doesn't really yeah. matter. The biggest one that we have, playoff implication-wise, we have the Jags at the Titans. Jags win. Yeah. They clinch their spot. They clinch the division in the playoffs. Um, the Titans aren't good. Neither are the Jags. The Jags, I don't know what's happened. They were... Uh, talk about AFC contender, possible Super Bowl contender, all this stuff, probably five, six weeks ago. And I was, I'll admit, I was on board that train. Yeah, I believe I that. was all aboard the Jaguar train. Yeah. I don't know what's been happening. I know there's been some injuries, but it's it's not looking good. Yeah. But I think the Jags barely pull this one off. Oh. I don't think the Titans... Um, I think it's going to be a closer game than we think. I think it's going to be low scoring too. But I got the Jags. Is that, is is 
the quarterback he- Hemis? Is he still out? Will Levis? Levis, there we go. Is he still out? Um, uh, I think he's in concussion protocol. I don't know if he's clear or not. I'm not up to date on I uh, read an article that said uh, Trevor Lawrence is still suiting up, getting in the game, even though he's questionable. He is, he is injured. He did say he's gonna. He's still going to play. He's going to play. I just... Ever since he did hurt himself like three weeks ago or four weeks ago, something like that, it, the whole team has the same. So I don't know. So, uh, you know, I think the Titans. I right. think Lawrence is going to get a little over his head. I think he's going to injure himself a little bit more and going to be taken out of the game. And the Titans are going to capitalize on that. All right, we're going to skip ahead to the big... This is the game I think anyone watching NFL this weekend. This is the game they're watching. Oh yeah. Um, Sunday night, Bills at Dolphins. Oh. Here, so here's what's going on in this one. Okay, there's a lot of implications here. If the Steelers win on Saturday, the Bills have to win. It, it, it so it, it comes out kind of in this game. Bills beat the Dolphins. They get the number two seed. They lose the Dolphins. They're done. Oh boy, that's that's some high stakes. Oh yeah, the Dolphins are already in playoffs. It's the Bills' future all rely on this part right here, on this game right here. Um, Lions two and a half, over under forty eight and a half. This is gonna be I I'm so torn on this one, but I I'm leaning towards the Bills as much as I don't really want to make a pick in this game because I don't like either team. I think the Bills pull this one off. It's hard to make a pick in this game, I feel like, because the Dolphins, they look great. They're doing great. They're already in playoffs. The Bills, they're like how my friends, who is a Bills fan, described it. They're the best worst. So can they get it together enough to beat the Dolphins? I don't know. I don't think they can. I don't know. The Dolphins don't have Jalen Waddle. Uh, I know he was hurt, and so that there does one of their speedy options in there where he most hurt. Uh, I know he's got a little bit of an injury. I don't, it's a shoulder injury. I don't know if he's playing or not. If if both those players are out, Bill's got it all day. If both those players are in, the suit up and play. Uh, we got a game on our hands too. So I, I don't know. I I I think Bill's. What was your pin? Uh, I think I go with the Dolphins because I. Like, the Bills can get it together, but can they for this team? I just don't think so. Yeah, it's a, it's going to be a tough one. But, uh, no, onward and upward for the NFL, like we said, Week 18. That means uh, playoffs are coming soon. We have some really, really high-stake games coming up and working our way to the Super Bowl. That there concludes our first episode Um of the dirty hour, we're we're back. Um, thank you, Amanda, for joining me through this process, and I want to thank you to all of our listeners. Um, it's onward and upward from here. This is our first podcast. We're trying out new equipment. We're trying some things. Um, work with us. It's only gonna get better from here. We love to bring on guests. If you want to reach out to us at all. Keep Dirty USA on Instagram. Uh, that's where you can, if there's certain topics or or anything like that, and, and you want to be on here as a special guest, or you want to shout out, say hi. And I'm actually going to do this right now. It's unscripted. Put it out there. The first person to DM us, it'll be timestamp. First person to DM us uh, saying, I love the Dirty Hour. Uh, keep It Dirty USA on Instagram. We'll get a free hat and shirt from Keep It Dirty USA. Putting it out there right now. First person to timestamp us. So uh, our first first person to DM us. If you have gotten to this point in games, you can thank you. First, yes. Second of Yeah, exactly. And we're going to keep those giveaways going. Um, we're we're going to try and grow this thing and um, host events. And, and we got some big aspirations for the show. So yeah. thank you. This wouldn't be possible with any of you guys listening. So thank you for jumping on this train. And hey, all aboard. Yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. We're so excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for listening to us ramble. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.